Hello everybody, hope everybody's having a good day today. You're tuned in to The Blue Book, presented to you by Seabrook Ministries and hosted by your boy Blue. Welcome everybody. Um, I hope this podcast finds you in a good spot. Um, right now, this is Easter week that we're in and we are definitely going through some pretty tough times economically socially and in family and in professionally uh, I hope that everyone right now is doing the best they can God willing and spending time with their families friends and loved ones those close to you and just staying safe because that's the main thing is just stay safe um, one thing I want to stress before we get even get into this tonight this study this message is the the importance of communion the importance of not losing that um i know we all have pretty much computer access or some type of internet access on a mobile device or a computer um definitely definitely communicate um when you're able to get together for uh donations food drives so forth definitely do that stay in communication because the worst thing you can do is fall into abandon um because that's what this is trying to do is take us from our communion of a church and of a people of god in christ so um i encourage everyone listening to this podcast to definitely uh stay in communion stay in communion stay safe you, you know be creative um before we get into the word today in this message i like to pray pray for everyone listening pray for everyone around the world dealing with this so if everyone can join me father right now i ask you father please uh, bring comfort to those all around the world dealing with this uh this this sickness this uh this global pandemic um i ask you father to just do what you do and help and comfort and and come to the lives of all that ask for you um, I'm sure there are many people right now across the world asking for your comfort, safety, blessings, and so forth. And I ask you, Father, to definitely bring comfort to everybody who asks for it. And bring ears and eyes closer to you as we go through this day by day. Um, I ask everyone who listened to this message today um, that they get the word they get the translation that you're trying to get to them that the word does make sense and it does help them in their daily life um, definitely thank you for the opportunity to be able to bring some type of clarity or some type of understanding to your word as I uh, bring forth it and, and and let people know who's listening to this what you're telling me through this um, thank you father for the opportunity I appreciate that in Jesus's name everyone agrees amen today's message is going to come out of the book of john so whatever translation you use uh that's fine it doesn't matter what translation you use um i myself study out of the amplified um i like the wording i like the way it explains um, certain things and I've been reading the Amplified for a better at 25 years now so this is the Bible I've chosen to stick with but there's nothing wrong with whatever translation um, you're comfortable with the comprehension is everything 
and that's what needs to happen is when you read the word of god that you comprehend and you see the spirit of god through what you're reading so definitely whatever condition you choose to have um i'll try to make this as simplistic as possible um but i choose the amplified um definitely whatever what however you read it whether it's through your computer through your phone or the actual bible itself definitely turn with me to the gospel of john um chapter 15 verse 1 john chapter 15 verse 1 um father please guide my mind and guide my my understanding um in that chapter in that verse it says i am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser very simple very direct i am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser everyone or anyone who knows what a vine is um typically referred as a grape or a fruit vine um a woodish branch like uh simple plant that bears fruit um like a grapevine you're probably mostly uh, familiar with that um, a branch that stands out goes for a, a period of distance and produces fruit um in this part even the first two letters i am are capitalized in the amplified it's capital i am which is definitely a statement he's making here um and then he uses not just i am the vine i am the true vine so anyone who knows the emphasis on the word true knows that true is definitely a word of matter of fact or authentic um which is very very important um, to, to be able to bring that type of word to it. I am the true vine. So Jesus himself is making a point that I am the true vine. Um, and then he goes in after with the little comma and says, and my father is the vine dresser. Now we all know what a, we, we all should know what a vine dresser is. Um, some A vine dresser is a person who cleans up the vine, who takes off maybe excess leaves, who takes off excess little branches off the vine. Um, uh, it, it, it pretty much maintains the vine, look, appearance, and growth, okay? It may say something different in different translations. I do not know that at this point because I only have the Amplified in front of me. But whatever the case must be, was a vine dresser, vine cleaner, um, restorer, whatever the case may be. The point is, is my father is the vine maintainer, dresser. Um, and all he's trying to say here is that he is the one behind bearing fruit when you <clears throat> excuse me when you are the fruit of the vine you are what per, the vine has produced you come into relationship with the lord jesus you enter into that vine you enter into that 
that uh, that love that family um, and you become a part of that family vine fruit production he is the vine you are the fruit he, he, when you come into the Lord Jesus and you believe in him he comes into your heart and he transforms you the fruit of that vine this is his production this is what he is producing is you okay you that the, there's an old saying that goes you will know him by his fruits okay of his labor or the fruits of his works um this means that people will know who you are by how you conduct yourself how you act or how you present who you are contact a character so on and so forth so when you are a part of the lord's vine he is the true vine there may be other ones all around the world or in different places who knows that's quite possible but nothing compares to his he is the true vine and his father is the vine dresser or maintainer or sustainer. So there is no mistake in this two lines in the first verse of the 15th chapter of John. He is definitely making the statement that he is the true vine. The truth, the way, the life. And I am and my father is is the divine maintainer or dresser very direct very simple um it is a very very good uh maintained verse now if you go to verse 2 in 15 it says any branch in me that does not bear fruit that stops bearing stops bearing fruit period okay no more production no more anything okay um he cuts away, trims off, or takes away, maintains. He's the vine dresser. He's maintaining it. Okay? And he cleans and repeatedly prunes every branch. Mitch prunes, cleans up, trims away every branch that continues to bear fruit to make it bear more and richer and more excellent fruit. So he's making a very clear statement. The first verse, the first verse is him telling you what he is and what his father is the second verse is what his father does see he's already made a statement that he is the i am the true vine okay that's already understood but if you look after my father is the vine dresser it's not in the same type of text like capitalized statement he is just telling you that so the second verse he goes into he tells you that any branch in me that does not bear fruit stops producing and right there it says that stops bearing he cuts away he cuts away he, he he gets rid of he discards so on and so forth then it goes on to say trims off or takes away as i just said and he cleanses and repeatedly prunes every branch that continues to bear fruit now if you know anything about that you pick fruit off cleanse the thing and it produces more okay that's why he's a true vine because he continues to produce more and more fruit okay to make it bear more and richer and more an excellent fruit so it's a cleansing process he bears good fruit 
it gets used, bears new fruit. That's how the circle of life goes. He is basically telling you that's how it goes. Now, in the third verse, he goes in to say, You are cleansed and pruned already. Wow, he already he's already taken care of you. You are already cleansed. You are cleansed and pruned already because of the word of which I have given you the teachings I have discussed with you. So he is telling you that because you are listening and you're tuning in, you are already cleaned. If you are rock, rocking with the Lord, if you are with him, you are already clean of all this, which is fantastic. It's a fantastic message to understand that. You are already cleansed by him. You're cleansed and pruned already, which means that you don't have to worry about that point. If you are, if you come into the Lord Jesus and you ask him into your heart, the, the purpose of it is for you to let him work his salvation through you so that your God voice in your head comes alive, which if whether or not it is or not, who knows? I don't know that because only you know that. Your God voice comes alive. And what happens is, is you start listening to that voice of reason and understanding. The world likes to call it as your conscience. Um, here at C-Rep Ministries, I myself call it the God voice. Because it's a voice of reason and logic. Okay? Not, 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 not many times do you get your God voice going and tell you something, something wrong. It usually tells you to do something right. Now, you could tell if the voice in your head is telling you to do something wrong because that would be the devil. And he, he don't really tell you things. He puts things in your head. So, when you're sitting there and you're listening to your God voice and he says, do this, do that, do this. He's telling you what the best action for you to do is. That's usually your conscience, which is what the world calls it or what we call it, the God voice. And you can tell when evil is talking to you because it's a thought that's planted in your head. Not a thought, not a, not a voice. It's a plantation of an idea in your head. If you act on it, you commit sin. Simple as that. So, if you are in the Lord, and the Lord is in your heart, and you're letting your God voice do the controlling, and you're reading, and you're understanding the word, and all that good stuff, you are already cleansed. You are cleansed, and you are already that's the big word right there. Already. That means that when you came into the Lord, he cleansed you. You're done. You don't have to be cleansed anymore because once you've accepted his Lord and you ask for forgiveness, he's forgiven you because he knows your genuosity. You're cleansed. Done. Your past is erased. As far as he is concerned. Now, whether or not you have to deal with certain things afterwards will be diff different and however you deal with it is your business between you and God. But as far as God is concerned, you are free and clear of anything you have wrong done because now God is in your heart and taking control of that. Now, you are cleansed already because of the word which I have given to you or given you. In other words, the teachings I have discussed with you. So his word is his truth and becomes our truth once we go into the Lord and accept him. That becomes our truth now. Now, this is a very important part of scripture because now you now, now we go into this the, the third part, the fourth verse. Dwell in me. Be in me. Dwell inside my word, inside my being. And I will dwell in you. You become one. He, you dwell in him, he dwells in you. Live in me and I will live in you. 
That is the ultimate purpose of Christianity is for the Lord to live inside you, to be the light inside you. Just so, just as no branch can bear fruit of itself without abiding in, no, no fruit can bear fruit. No branch can bear fruit without abiding in, being vi vitally united to the vine. Fruit cannot bear without the vine. Okay? It's like when you think about fruits and vegetables. A vegetable is technically a root. And, and a fruit is a piece of, of, of something with roots inside of it. Tomatoes, oranges, um, cucumbers, um, bananas, apples. Those are all fruits because they have fruit inside of them. A vegetable is theoretically a, a root, which is cabbage, lettuce, potatoes, um, broccoli. Um, those are fruit or vegetables. So what it's saying is is just so just as no branch can bear fruit of itself, it can't just bear fruit by itself. It has to be connected to something. Abiding in being vitally united to the vine. It has to be connected to the vine in order to bear fruit. A branch can't bear fruit without the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you abide in me. Very powerful. And we can go on and on about this. This this one through one through four is just insane. Okay, go to five. I am the vine. Again, he quotes it again. Not as powerful as the first verse, but powerful enough in the five. I am the vine. You are the branches. Very distinct. He's the vine. You're the branches. Very distinct. Whoever lives in me, I in him bears much abundant. Abundant means much or a lot fruit however apart from me cut off from the vital union with me you can do nothing period as he uses the analogy of a vine bearing fruit the fruit dresser being the lord god and a branch cannot bear fruit without the vine he is telling you the same thing applies with him you cannot you cannot you cannot be as powerful or do these things without him. You cannot bear fruit of the Lord without the Lord Jesus. Very simple. Very powerful. We can go on and on about this. It's a very powerful word. Um, but understand something. The power that the Lord gives you. As a part of him. Is such a powerful uh, gift. That. You must understand that apart from him, when you walk away from him and you want to do your own thing and you get self-serving and you, you think you can run your own personal life, um, he's going to back off of you. He's going to let you do what you do because he's not a pushing God, a pushing Lord. He'll take care of his business and he's going he gonna to handle his, but he's not going to push you because he wants you to come free willingly. He's going to show you what you can and can't have as a member of his family as a second birth. But he's not going to push you. He's going to use other people, maybe, believers and non-believers alike, 
to help you, to give you guidance. And if you pray and you read the word, you'll definitely get guidance and you'll know how to live your life and how to be a parent and how to raise children and all that good stuff is all in the book. But what I'm trying to say to you is that just like the one through five says, he is the true vine. And again, he uses true in the first verse and he uses I am the vine in the fifth verse. So he made it pack, uh, impact in the first verse, but again says, I am the vine. Let, reminding you that he is what bears the fruit. He is the one, you are the one a part of him, you bear the fruit, God's the, the dresser, the maintainer, the cleaner upper, the, 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 the evaluator, simple as that. Very big, powerful scriptures. Um, again, you know, we can go into a lot more, but I want to make the point clear that Jesus Christ is the vine and we must abide in him. I really hope that that touched you, helped you out some, somewhere in your life. Um, definitely, you know, if this moved you, pass along this. Um, I definitely want to pray before we end this. Father, I thank you for the word. I thank you for blessing the word. I thank you for making comprehension very important for the word. Father, we know you are the true vine and we know that God the Father is the maintainer, the cleaner upper, the one who, who who evaluates and makes it look good. So Father, thank you for the word. Thank you for comprehension. All those who have listened to this this episode, this uh, message, this gem of, of, a, of a word of God is touched by it, is blessed by it, passes along, whatever the case may be in those of that nature. And we thank you, Father. We ask blessings upon every household, every person who hears this, that you bless their household, that bless their families um, through this tough time that we're going through. Um, if anyone is directly or indirectly affected by this this virus, um, we ask that blessings go on their lives, comfort, and make sure that everyone knows that you're alive and well and with them. And there's no abandonment going on. Uh, that the churches make, make, make necessary moves to, to make sure their, their congregations and their people who follow them are definitely feeling the communion. Uh, I thank you very much, Lord. And in Jesus' name, amen. I thank you for listening to this to this episode and this uh, message, this gem of a message. Um, remember, um, you can email us at you are the number 8-O-Y, the number 8-L-U at gmail.com. Um, thank you for listening to Seabrook Ministries presents The Blue Book. Um, hosted by yours truly, your boy Blue. Um, I hope you come back next time for the next message. Until then, God bless you. Stay safe. Stay positive. Stay in the Word of God. Um, I will be reviewing other things on different gems throughout the time. Um, to help you kind of go through and get necessary meat and potatoes of the word. Until next time, God bless you and may God continually be in your life. M much love. <laughs>